Tales of Jack and Millie. Written and produced by Gary Brightman. Narrated by Stephen Gannon. Featuring Dr. Eslyn Terrigina as Millie. Gary Brightman as Jack. Steph Legal as Eva. And Carrie Shakeshaft Nicholson as O'Malley. Episode 1. Tales of Jack and Millie is about the adventures of four rescued pets that live with their human parents on a beautiful green hilly island in the South China Sea. If only our pets had voices, what would they say? Would they be poets, rappers or philosophers, or just family? Jack is a three-year-old beige village dog who looks like a cross between a wolf and a teddy bear. Millie is a two-year-old petite black village dog and they have two younger siblings. Eva, a low-slung, wired hair Jack Russell and O'Malley, a ginger tomcat who are both one year old. Like most families, they have a default setting. Let's call it sleeping or loafing around and a crazy setting and of course all the shades of grey in between. They live in a village house with a garden. Jack is jumping up and down on his hind legs, trying to attract the birds from the trees. What would you do if you actually caught a bird, Jack? Jack sat down and stared at Millie, almost going cross-eyed to summon up all his thinking powers to explain what was probably in his genes, if he wore any. Uh, uh, I'd probably ask them where they got their wings from and if they had medium dog-sized pairs. Jack was generally intrigued by most animals, which manifested to him as wanting to be the other animal, until boredom kicked in. Anyway, he needed to change the subject, as these discussions with Millie generally tied him in knots. So, how come we're with this family, and not the family across the river? Because our parents chose to adopt us from an animal rescue charity. Probably based on the fact that we were adorable puppies. Well, why did they adopt four dogs then? One of the dogs is a cat, Jack. Let me take you back to a four-week-old O'Malley, trapped in the branches of a bush, and both Jack and Millie barking incessantly at it. Get me down, you morons. Why? Fine, leave me here to die. You look pretty stupid. Fine, leave me. I don't need saving by wolves anyway. Either shut up and go away or ask that lady to help me. You got a big attitude for such a little dog. Let me bring you back to the present. And we return to Jack and Millie in the garden. Whatevs. I guess they're good people. I wanted to help as many dogs and cats as they could feed. Still don't understand why they'd bother with the cat, though. He just runs around the house wailing and tries to ambush us all the time. To be fair, it's kind of our fault, as we found that cat up in the hills as a kitten and told Mummy. In future, whatever we find, we keep quiet about. What happens in the hills stays in the hills. Capiche? We should still bark if we see a snake, though, just as a sign of respect. Okay, but just bark a couple of times and then move on. We can't afford for them to start collecting snakes. I don't remember being adopted. I only remember my real mummy, who I'm with now. That's because you had PTDS, Jack. Post-traumatic dog stress. How much? 
It just means that dogs and cats are like humans. They are vulnerable too and need love and stability. Jack starts barking and pacing up and down. What's up, Jack-Jack? Picked up the scent of a butterfly passing wind. Alien spaceship coming one kilometre south-southeast. Get ready to warn parents and bark like there's no tomorrow. Have you been watching TV with Dad again? It's the start of the zombie apocalypse, just as I predicted. The helicopters fly over three times a day at approximately 8.30, 11 and 4 p.m. Do you really think the zombies would time their raids that regularly? Not even sure they have watches. Eva is the third rescue dog in the family, born on Christmas Eve two years previously. She is sleeping in Jack's dog bed in the garden. She had a habit of sleeping in any bed she cared to. Her paws stopped twitching and she woke herself up with a bark and a start. Ah, uh, here's trouble. Hey, Jackie boy, your tail's wagging. Shut up, Eva, you're so annoying. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the perfect pet, how would you each rate yourselves? I'm a definite nailed on ten. Everyone loves Jackie boy. Really, Jack? You have selective deafness. You wind me and Eva up constantly to play with you. And sometimes you just have a go at other dogs. OK, I'll settle for a nine then. But don't tell me you're a ten, Millie. I fear Eva's in the minus figures. I'm pretty sure my dad thinks I'm a four. I don't always come back when called. I make little woofing sounds and then pretend it wasn't me. And sometimes I chase the cat and nibble on him. Not that he's that tasty. Eva always looked up to Millie, both physically and as a mentor. Surely you're being too harsh on yourself, Millie. Nibbling the cat can be sisterly love. I'm so underappreciated here. It's like my humans don't even notice. Unacceptable, Millie. No food tonight and you sleep on the balcony. Shut up, Jack. I'm talking to Eva. By the way, I'd say I'm a five, but with lots of potential. No one's interested. Hmm, Jack, you were adopted by this family a year before Millie. How did it make you feel when a small black burp was introduced into the household? Couldn't care less until I saw her potential as a plaything. They had an older Jack Russell called Wilson Dog, who I used to teethe on, but he was getting a bit threadbare. Millie gives out a little bark at Jack. Right from the start, I knew I could control Jack. He's a good-looking dog. In fact, our humans call him Handsome Jack sometimes. But he's basically a bone short of a picnic, if you know what I mean. Yes, I am handsome, aren't I, Millie? See what I mean? Jack's always been a mummy's boy. Apparently, he was dropped in his mum's lap at eight weeks. Although some say he was dropped on his head long before that. Of course, outside, he acts like he's the big shot. But all we really know is he is our big brother and he'd give up his food or bed for us girls. Maybe not the cat, though. Well, I'm not the one who sleeps on the human's bed every night, am I? Shut up, Jack. I'm talking to Eva. In this series, we will feature one of Aesop's fables in each episode. Aesop was a Greek storyteller, 
credited with a number of fables, now collectively known as Aesop's fables, around 620 to 564 BC, although his existence remains unclear. Aesop's fables usually involve animals and take the form of very short stories which convey a clear moral. Jack was making fun of Eva one day as their parents waited for her to come back to their front gate. Eva, your legs are so short it looks like you're running through honey. I'm fed up waiting for you. Eva was getting tired of Jack's jibes about how slow she was. After all, she liked the smell of nature and to study things in great detail. I may have small legs, but it makes it very easy for people to pick me up and cuddle. You're too big to pick up, Jack. You big oaf. I don't want to be picked up anyway. It makes me nervous. You're such a baby, Jack. Well, next time we go out for a walk, I bet you I can beat you back to the front gate, Jackie boy. Yeah, right. You keep dreaming, Shorty. OK. So every morning, our parents walk us to the Jungle Book Bridge and back, right? Yeah, it's about 5,000 paws walk, or in your case, 10,000 little cutesy steps. Right, that's it. I've had enough. Tomorrow morning, I will race you to the Jungle Book Bridge and back to the front gate. And we'll see who wins. Millie, you will be the judge. Do you get it, Jackie boy? The following day, as soon as the humans let them out of the front gate and off their leads, Jack shot off with Millie in hot pursuit. Eva, as usual, trotted along at the back, smelling everything. When Jack got to the Jungle Book Bridge, he was so far ahead of Eva that he decided he could afford to stop and have a rest. Eva was so far behind that a little rest wouldn't hurt. This is too easy. As Jack lay down on the bridge and waited and waited in the sunshine, lulled by the gentle sound of running water and the breeze gently stirring the trees, he drifted into a sound sleep. Millie arrived and sat down at the top of the slope that went down to the bridge where Jack was snoozing. She waited for Eva, who finally came trotting along the lane, still led by her nose. Come on, Eva. You're really letting our side down. As she trotted past Millie, she winked at her. It's true. Dogs can wink, you know. She trotted down to the bridge quietly, saw Jack asleep and turned round and started ambling back. In time, she reached the finish line and won the race, as confirmed by Millie, who had shot past her and waited at the front gate. When Jack woke up, he was annoyed at himself for falling asleep. He growled. He ran off towards the finish line as fast as his legs would carry him, but it was too late. Eva was laying on the sun lounger, reading To Dance with the White Dog by Terry Kay. If Jack were a human, he'd probably be the sporty type. Maybe an Olympic sprinter or a surfer dude. Whereas Eva was more the studious type and would probably make a great research scientist or psychologist. We're all different and unique in our ways. So there you have it. The famous Aesop's fable of the hare and the tortoise, as reenacted by Eva as the tortoise, 
and Jack, the hare. There are three lessons to be learned from this fable. The first is slow and steady wins the race. No matter how slow we are, we need to keep moving ahead steadily with complete dedication and determination to achieve our objectives. We should never give up. The second is that we shouldn't be overconfident and haughty. Even if we are better than others in certain skill sets or adept at doing certain tasks, we should not become conceited and think we are the best. The third is that we shouldn't always compare ourselves to others and complain about our situations. All that's aimed at you, Jack. Get the message, boy. Um, something about trees? OK. We'll need more time to explain this one to you, Jack. Repeat after me, Jack. The first lesson I learned was... The pets in Tales of Jack and Millie were adopted from Tales. Team for Animals in Lantau South, a Hong Kong registered charity. For further information, you can visit their website at taleslantau.org or Facebook at taleslantau or Instagram at tales.lantau. These stories, of which this is the first in the series, are about three dogs and a cat. They had nothing going for them and no hope for a secure and happy future until they were given a home by a human family. <laughs>